welcome to Ego Netcast. I am Martin Lindeskog. Hi, John Daniel Kelleher. Hi there. You've pronounced that really well. I did. You can call yeah. me J. Yes, you did. J- you can call me JD. Oh yeah, JD. So how how are things, and what are you thinking about right now? I'm um, uh, well. Uh, how are things? Things are good. Mm, you know, okay. here in London, yeah. and what I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about the technology that we're using mm-hmm. for us to uh, speak to each other uh, at a time of global crisis, yep. uh, with you in Sweden and me in London for for free and in really high quality. That's what I'm mm-hmm. thinking about, I guess. Yeah, it's it's great. great what are you hear. thinking about? What are you thinking yeah, about? I'm thinking to thanking uh, Jonathan Dahl. That is coordinating all these uh, connections with the artists and uh, singers and okay. songwriters and in, the, in this showbiz. So that's that's great. Because well, I have that's some, exactly uh, what actors and singers and tank. songwriters and showbiz people need. Yeah. yeah. Great. So, so we'll continue with that and talk about this issue and other things also. So we of talked course. a little in the green room about your origin and where you are located, mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. and that will come up in a search result. So I will. I did a search result on your full name, right? And then okay. I got like six hundred seventy-eight results, and I'm then surprised. I, I got an, uh, a question there: Are you an author also? I know then now that you're an artist and an actor. But have you written something in text? No, also? no, I'm not an author. No, so so that somebody else then. That must uh, be another then, JD. Then I, yeah, so when I searched on JD, <laughs> and then I got uh, almost uh, twenty thousand or nineteen thousand three hundred results. Right on videos on uh, uh, Internet Movie Database. Okay, so that will come back to okay. your acting. Yeah, Facebook. Agency and management services, Twitter, LinkedIn, and there you are a company director at International Actors of London. Could you tell about that? That's right. I am indeed um, International Actors London because, as you know, I'm an actor mm-hmm. as well as a singer and, and other things, photographer, other things. Okay. But uh, uh, I've been an immigrant actor. Mm-hmm. To, to London uh, mm-hmm. since around 1992 and about 10 years fr- from Ireland mm-hmm. and about 10 years ago my Irish uh, friend and I decided to start an agency mm-hmm. representing primarily immigrant actors to London and we've been doing that now running that business uh, from our homes for almost 10 years and that goes from strength to strength and we're very busy right now but yes so we specialize in the kind of the immigrant artist experience i guess as an agency and share some of our our own experience to enable others to to follow a creative path in london that's great to hear could you say because i'm both american in spirit and anglophile drinking tea (laughs) and so on Right. Uh, would you say that the United Kingdom has some inspiration from a melting pot in the United States of America? Because when you now say uh, immigrants and foreigners, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I see everyone as an individual. Uh, I don't really care wh- wh- where you're coming from. Right. Uh, so, depending so do on what, I. What, what you're yeah. f- depending on what you're thinking about. But did you feel that coming from Ireland, going to London, England, that that's, how do you say, far? far away or do you, do you see my drift here where i'm coming from 
I do. I do. Well, uh, yes, I think I see where you're coming from. Um, I was 21 or 22 when I crossed a very short mm-hmm. distance to from Ireland to the UK, but a very large distance in socio-cultural terms, okay. maybe. Is that yeah. what you're yeah. talking about? And and I became a part of the mix, the international mix of British society. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think some of your question was, how does that relate to the USA? Yeah. It, it comes down to immigration mm-hmm. and history. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in fact, this comes up in one of my music videos for a song called Somebody Nobody. Yeah, I've heard it. Uh, that. Yeah. Could you okay. tell a little bit about so, that? So, well, well, that deals with the, the, the you know, in broad strokes, the, um, the idea of uh, immigration, and it starts with Irish immigration to America. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and of course, that's, you know, being an Irish person, you know, that's a starting point for me. Mm-hmm. My his part of my history, yeah. but but immigration from Ireland historically has gone one way or another. It's either you know across the Atlantic to America mm. or across the Channel yeah. to 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 Britain. Mm. Um, Britain being no more familiar than America to an Irish person, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. in many ways. Mm. Uh, certainly, you know, say a hundred years ago. Yeah. So yeah, the the immigrant experience, you know, the diaspora experience, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is is something that comes up in, uh, I suppose, in my work as an artist. I'm a, I'm an immigrant artist, mm-hmm. and and in my music, uh, and somebody nobody is uh, visually at least uh, a reflection of that whole immigrant or refugee or traveller. Uh, experience mm. kind of embedded into a love song or a song of longing mm. to be with someone you love. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. It's an interesting take on it and, and uh, thoughts about uh, this, how to cross different borders yes. and, uh, and dif- different markets because I, I, I believe in the free market and that you should be able, if you own your life, you should be able to travel wherever you want. I agree with you. As long as you don't uh, or a threat to somebody. Yes, as long or, as you don't harm anybody. Deadly, yeah. And, and deadly disease or, or, or want to do some bad things. Yes. So, yeah. And contrary to popular belief, Sweden is not a socialist country as such, is it? Is it it's um I mean <laughs> We could have we could have a discussion. We could, we could. I'm not but I'd, I'd rather talk about ABBA. And Sweden. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I like. ABBA is a good thing yeah. from Sweden, but uh, no, in a in a way, it's not. It's it's a how to say it's mixed a mixed case. case. It has been a socialist and mm-hmm. social democrat, and uh, this uh, the whole system that's now is uh, how, how how would you say mm-hmm. shackling uh, and and rumbling and and so on. And where you had this image of Sweden, but everything is perfect, especially Swedish <laughs> things. That uh, so that's not the case. But it's not as socialist right. as it was yes. in the past either. So if I would say so, so in in some ways it's going yeah. in the right direction, in other ways it's going mm-hmm. in, in the wrong direction. Uh, so I wouldn't call myself. Um, yeah, I'm I'm neither party mm-hmm. or, or something like that. But here in Gothenburg, Sweden, uh, it's lots of things going on, and there it's good to see new political forces that's trying to take care of that and and point it out in in a positive way. Uh, so, so that's that, that's good. Great. 
Great. Yes. So you yes, believe in a free I mean, market? I, I can't pronounce it in, in French, yeah, but I'm laissez-faire. Let, let it be. Yeah. Laissez-faire, uh, yeah. So that I... Laissez-faire, yeah, yeah. your latitude, wear it loosely, like a, like yeah, a loose garment. And that's my take on it, uh, because I'm a uh, friend of America, an American in spirit, but I see how in what way mm. it's going totally wrong. And and uh, there are no al- yes. real alternatives uh, either side. So, yes. <laughs> so somebody will win, but all, will, all, all one uh, or everybody will lose in a way. But in the long run, I, oh, I believe well, in yeah. the American sense of life uh, and uh, the founding uh, fathers and the melting and pot. And what do you mean... Okay, and the melting pot—that's that's a good way of putting it. Yes, where every and the, you know symbolized by the Statue of Liberty yes, in New York. Correct. Yes, I believe you know, like you do, that people should be able to travel and you know and uh, be free mm-hmm. and make a life for themselves. Uh, I think there's a lot of demonization of refugees in yeah. our modern world. Yeah. You know, but but it's the refugees of the past that have built the great cities like New York and even London. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I got very upset that back in the day when this guy called uh, a religious bird called Buchanan, uh, he was trying to take over one of the alternative parties in America. Uh, I think it was Independent Party, and he he was very, I mean, blaming immigrants and others. And you wonder mm. with his name Buchanan, <laughs> where where are his I, roots from? <laughs> well, his that sounds like an Irish name to me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, Irish and Irish. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Continue. No, I was only going to say that you know Irish and Irish American are kind of two, maybe two kind of different cultures now. Yeah, Uh, it is. You know, know, many Irish Americans have never been to Ireland. No, it's an interesting power play. But I and talking about I studied in America in in the East Coast in New Hampshire, and when we went uh, to a brewery in New Hampshire. And there they had a special stout talking about the famine and what's going on, what's happened in Ireland. And it was a special date on that. Yes. It was very good stout. And uh, talking about that, coming from huh. Ireland, what, what's, do you like uh, Guinness and other brands and uh, stout like that? I, uh, I mean, uh, you know, if I was a drinking yeah. man, which I'm not anymore, because mm. <laughs> I stopped yeah. drinking about 20 okay. years ago, yeah. um, and I, you know, I won't shy away from the fact that I needed to stop drinking 20 years ago, but that's a whole other story. Yeah. But uh, in, in my drinking days, I, I would drink a pint of Guinness, but, you know, after two or three, it feels very full. Yeah, you get, you get uh, beer I, and I bread at the same time. Guinness and bread. Yeah, you get in the in the Guinness in the beer. You, it's like filled you up. Yes, it's, it's almost tasting like That's bread right. and beer. That's <laughs> well. Talk- I, I'll tell you another yeah. another way to say that is there's both eating and drinking in it. Yeah, it is. But talking about yes. that because it's a serious thing, and I, I again believe in freedom uh, for mm. all the adults. So you decide if you want to drink or not with alcohol, and it's okay mm-hmm. if you don't want, and you can have bad experience and. That's my guess, but in in your field, in acting, in showbiz, because I have a question about that, uh, another singer that have been very open with that. So we will come back with that. But you know, nowadays, beer, I I had a Boston um, uh, lager or or, um, what's it called? A Brooklyn uh, beer microbrewer in, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. from New York, so-called alcohol free it's it is a little 0.5 yeah and it's tasting 
delicious. Right, and right. Yeah. I wouldn't so, even, but back no, in the day, uh, yeah. So. I wouldn't even drink a 0.05 alcohol. It has to be okay. zero. Psychologically for me, it has to be 0. Okay. 0.0 alcohol. <laughs> yeah. So Good. I, you know, so, so I drink other things. Hmm? What, um, what do you drink? Uh, uh, what do you like? I'd, well, is it okay to mention the brand? Yeah, you're So I, I, I drink Fanta. Yeah. <laughs> Fanta yeah. Orange. Uh, but the sugar, Fanta but, orange, but, the yeah. sh- but Fanta Zero, no sugar. Yeah. Do you do you cut out yeah. sugar, people? Do you remember when? Yeah. <laughs> do you remember uh, the version with Fanta Cola? No, Black I don't orange. remember that one. Did you have that? Sounds wrong. That was so good. No, it sounds wrong. <laughs> yeah, of course it was, it was not for for a long time, but <laughs> yeah, it, it was. From I don't Coca-Cola think I'd be able also. to get it now, would I? Yeah. No, you should try it. <laughs> <laughs> so we do remember that. Yeah, we, this show is not sponsored by Coca-Cola, but I'm all open for it. But there I make a matter of choice, as you said, with sugar. We'll come we'll come back with that. Uh, and I could talk about that again. Do you have with your career, uh, because I listen to your music and try to take it in. And it is, in a way, not my cup of tea, but on the other way, it is. Okay. But on the other way, it is. Uh, I heard the, your cover on okay. Game Division. Because I'm an old pub yes. liking electronic music, synth pop music, and so on. But how? Sure, me too. How would you say? Yeah, and that's interesting, man. How would you say? What's your yeah. thoughts about the singer in Depeche Mode? Oh, I, I think he's and great. His style. I love him. Yeah, because he. Oh, had, I love, you know, I love his... that Depeche Mode. In fact, yeah, you know, my pop, my my taste is more poppy than my music. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Funnily so enough, and and the reason for that is because my introduction to music was only in 2015, which is only five years ago. Okay. Um, yeah. Through through my friend who was in music, when I had a desire to release a single, yeah, and rec- and record a song for uh, the marriage equality referendum in Ireland, mm-hmm. and so I reached out to a friend of mine in music, and he's he's very rocky, my mm-hmm. friend Peter M. Smith. Yeah. He's he's got very rock taste, and he had a yeah. rock band, and yeah. and he lent me his band, and so you know I embraced it, and and I guess I, I, it became interesting to some people that me as a gay artist taking on a very macho style became a kind of you know of of kind of rock be, became a kind of a, I suppose an interesting thing, but yeah, so but I am moved, moving into a more. Depeche Modi place now, I think, with my <laughs> newer recordings. Yeah. And and I think you can hear it in some of the um, of the existing material as well. Somebody Nobody is very much a, a pop ballad, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, what else is there? Um, imagery even has some pop power. Uh, that whole look at me, you know. So, yeah. I'm also moving into songwriting, which I hadn't been doing up until recently. I have been an actor all my yeah. life and not a songwriter. Uh, my friend Peter is a oh. songwriter and wrote some songs for me. And my uh, producer friend here in London, Herman Stevens, who uh, produced my latest single, Put Your Lights On, uh, and some other mm-hmm. stuff, he wrote, he wrote Somebody Nobody, for example. So now I'm, I'm, I'm working with some of these people to co-write songs. So I've written some lyrics that I'm sending to producers and stuff 
and 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 creating co-rights. So, but there won't be one of those out yeah. until next year. But yeah, yeah that's mode. Yeah, I just we'll, can't get we'll enough. I just can't get enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know they don't get on that's very good. well as a band. If, you know. Did you know? Did you oh, know yeah. that? Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. Maybe, may, yeah, it could be that they do their gigs and so on. David Gannon, he has been open writing about his uh, yes. life. And, I and see. I don't know. So okay, okay. Because the, the the gap is between David and the rest of the band, isn't it? I don't know, but I believe it, so. it could be the case. Yeah, I believe so. But and, you know, it's uh, a hard thing being in a band. Yeah, and, and they're in it a band. For, I yeah. mean, they're in a band for what thirty, forty years now. Yeah, they're one of the electronic bands that have been sticking around for a long time, mm. similar to Kraftwerk and others. So, yes. So that's that's interesting. And they, of course, have developed over time. Yes, they have. So I, as I said, like a former synth pop lover, you could say, but still like it. But I don't classify myself because that's the group thinking in again. Yes. Are you a hard rocker or you mm -hmm. Or listen to simple, but back in my day in so-called youth, mm -hmm. it was like that in a way. We must have had a similar. Uh, and then you had some. Are you an yeah. '80s kid? Yeah, uh, yeah. Depending on how you say it, but I'm born in in ed, end of '60s. A contra-revolutionary. Oh, year. Uh, well, yeah. I'm a year older than you. I was born in '67, summer summer of love. Yeah. So we had yeah. parallel. We had yeah, parallel so, yeah. upbringings. Yep. Musically Correct. speaking, and then I didn't, I, I didn't listen to music so early, but I of course listened to Beatles things like that. But then later on, in the eighties, as I said, uh, I found uh, pop, uh, synth pop, uh, electronic, electronic yeah. body music, and this kind uh -huh. of style, and, and liked it for for many years. Uh, and then, but it was then some dark. How should I say it? Dark elements in this yes. uh, field yes. of music. That I didn't uh, didn't approve of and liked, and and, uh, and of course I could listen to the music by myself. But one thing was the concerts and others. But it was some elements, as I said, dark elements were there. Could be, but that could be in other things also, like heavy metal and so on. Uh, but uh, talking yes. about that, how did it I, feel to knock down yeah. to joke bone on others in this uh, your cover of Joe Division, Joy Division? How did it feel to what? Sorry, uh, knock down uh, Bono and BB King's "When Love Comes." Oh, <laughs> it's like a quote from uh, from the press yeah. release here, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, it felt great to knock Bono off the top of the charts with my debut <laughs> single, "Friendly Love Competition." Park cover, yeah. a little yeah. bit of friendly competition. <laughs> well, you like know, a, um, like an Irish, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, friendly competition among Irish tenors. <laughs> That's great. Uh, actually what happened was bb uh, king had died i think if i'm not mm. mistaken bb king died in 2015 mm. and so there was a little surge in in downloads yeah, of that track imagine. yeah uh, of that track when love came to town which is a fantastic track you might mm. play it on your show maybe um, <laughs> yeah that's that's good that's good that you bring it up because I will mm. keep your singing about the Depeche Mode song, <laughs> and I hope they will not that I'm not violating any copyright. But I'm not allowed to play any music. But I think oh, you could sing a few, a few I'd songs. I'd be happy to sing so any song for you. <laughs> yeah, that's great, especially your own, the one that where you <laughs> have your 
uh, rights for. That's that's great. Are you allowed to put my and, song and in there? Then, no, not really. If I don't have a per, uh, written permission oh, by the company or record okay. label, okay. I think. Okay. But still, that could be a problem because podcast compared to radio station is a different it way. Is. So I distribute this uh, podcast through, for example, Spotify. Mm-hmm. And if I hear music, they have uh, some models of that. They could shut down the whole podcast, right. even if you, you know, so-called have an agreement. So I'm very, again, I'm for property rights and for the owners of the of artists course. and others. But I want at the same time promote uh, the artists right. and so on. So I will include that in the show notes, <laughs> all the official links that you right. have. Uh, and talking about that. In the search, then I found your Instagram mm-hmm. account, and then we have maybe a funny story about Mill Street Ireland. We do, and then you could pronounce that in Irish. You did find Strad Shard of Willing. Shard of Willing means Mill yeah. Street. <laughs> yeah. So what's that? Oh. Because I I found your uh, search uh, engine uh, hit result on that Mill Street Ireland. Mill Street is a, is a town. It's yeah. called Mill Street Town. So it's not a street. Yeah. It's a town. <laughs> Even yep. though it's all Mill Street. No, I understand. Small town a small in town. the south yeah. of Ireland, yeah. County Cork. And I think it was mm-hmm. maybe 1990 or something like that. The Eurovision was held in my small town where where I grew up. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Uh, uh, so it, that's a J Day. That's another topic. Oh, you weren't talking, not about, talking that? about Eurovision song contest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are, yo, we could. But I, okay. I'm not in favor of. I joke now. Do you remember uh, one entry in the 1980s by the group Telex from Belgium? They they had a song mm-hmm. called Eurovision, and it was a parody. I do of remember them. that one. It was so good. They won in Belgium, but they was almost lost <laughs> in the competition. So it was a parody about all the things Eurovision. Yeah. And this is not to yeah. how do you say point finger. If you like this kind of music and the whole spiel and the concert and competition i'm all for it but it's not my again cup of tea but it's funny but this uh, this yeah, thing has come up like, so please please continue because that must have been a big thing for a small town like that well it was a huge thing for a small town yeah. so but i mean i wasn't there but the arena is a show jumping horse horse jumping uh, arena where they held it and my okay, yeah. and my house is you know 15 minutes away from mm-hmm. uh, so, but every house in the town became a bed and breakfast because wow. you yeah. because That's you good, had good, whole, good business idea great business <laughs> yeah. everybody had had Eurovision people staying in their house. Yeah, and uh, that's that's fantastic. Except us, because we had a huge family anyway. (laughs) Yeah, Um, Yeah. but uh, yeah, and it just brought a lot of excitement into a very small Irish town. That's great. So then you have a lot of photos also, and the alternative uh, search engine for privacy reason is DuckDuckGo, and there I found your uh, website, the Keller Music. Could you tell a bit about your website there? My website is very is my if, my. There's not much on my website right now. Though I saw that, but it's a it's a short. It's and short and sweet, and I like and the, what you say. The font, the the font of your name oh, there. What's the, I like that style. What, I think that? it's like a nineteen sixties or not nineteen sixties, nineteen twenties silent movie, maybe. Yeah, uh, kind okay, of font. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just I, I got some advice from people, and they said, "Look, set up a site, and you can develop the site as you develop your music and as you develop your yeah. profile." So that's what I did, and I've got a few yeah. few photos on there, as you can see. 
and I think there's a link to a few videos yep. there. But no, there's not much on the site really. Yep. And that's good. I, I was supposed to, you know, YouTube is where I'm at, uh, really. Okay. And that we could talk about. I'm all for YouTube. Mm. I, I'm all for Google. But I also have some questions. Um, uh, I, I am thinking of using a, a service, backing up my podcast in the in the future when I'm available to do that. Because, you know, yeah. they had a saying, don't be evil, back in the day. They, they have removed that tagline. So, uh, yeah. So don't be some, what? What's the tagline? Don't What's be the tagline? evil. Don't be evil. Uh, Google had that oh. tagline in the back in in the past, but they have removed okay. that tagline. So that you should think about. I mean, who is owning what and what uh, what it's happening on YouTube? I like YouTube, mm. but it's also jungle there out there. And, oh, it's and, a jungle out there so, for sure. Yeah, but then the social the whole social digital network of planets yeah, out is. there is 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 a jungle. Yeah, that's my work because I'm a new media advisor. So how how to get through in the jungle if you should have a machete or a dr yeah. drone or if you or should stay out of the jungle at what? Yeah. <laughs> Something well, like that. Well, it's part of you know it's a big part of my work as well. Actors need profile online. Yeah, and yeah. musicians maybe even more so. You know, I have more listeners to my music on YouTube than I do say on Spotify. But it's something you know. But I want to develop on all fronts. Yeah, uh, are you uh, are you on Bandcamp also? No, I mean some of my songs are on SoundCloud. Okay, because I like uh, that. I, I don't know much about that service, but it's nice service, and you could then put put your like profile on it. Yes, yes, and sure, so sure. Uh, I'll check so it out. I've done that, and and there you could follow artists and and record labels, and you could uh, buy music also, and I think. Uh, the artists get a good cut from it. But who buys um, music? But I, I'm not sure about the details. Who who, buy, who buys I, music? Do you buy music? Yes, if I can. I subscribe to music. No, I, I, I'm an Apple fanboy, so I subscribe to Apple right, music. Right, and I subscribe to Spotify uh, but, uh, music. And, yeah, and, uh, so... And I, and but, um, but, but I don't... And, you know, like you and I growing up, Martin... Yeah, you know, vinyl. we had to save yes. our money and we had to track down music. Yeah. I, 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 I love the image on your website, on your um, actually, of, of holding holding a, a transistor radio up, and re and re and recording yeah. from yeah. it with a with a, a, a you know a microphone of sorts to record the music off yeah. the radio. <laughs> And, and yeah, and it's a character of myself. So it's, okay. it's a fine artist and and uh, but it, uh, editorial cartoonist yeah. John Cox in yeah, America. Yeah, but it, it speaks to how about. how much music we had. It speaks to how much we had to work to listen to music when we were kids. And today you don't you yeah. don't need to do that. Correct. You just you, so I think you're much more vulnerable no. to the monster to to the digital monster who's feeding you if you didn't have to yep. save your money. Go go to another town where there's a big record store. Make a choice, purchase mm -hmm. it, put it down. You know, it, you know, smell it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Look at the covers. At the I mean, it was great. Covers. Yeah. And it's a good thing for you. Mm. And it, took, but it took mm. space also. I liked it, uh, and yeah. I have found memories of it. But of course, uh, things have developed. But the the good thing, the good thing is like DJs and others are using vinyl and. And you could have like special editions and various how you could earning some money and make some if you're, well, that's you're like is, true that's fans. Merchandising, isn't it? Maybe you, if you do a special uh, 
So if I mean if you've got if you've got yeah, like Dua Lipa, I yeah. notice has fifteen and a half million subscribers on YouTube. I think Billie Eilish has something like thirty million subscribers yeah. on YouTube. If, if, or, and Lady Gaga has about yeah. thirty million, maybe. If they put some merchandise out yeah. there, it's yeah. going to be a big part of their turn. It is, and uh, protecting the big artist also, even if they are not. Yeah. As I said, even if they are not my type of music. But I yeah. am very forward to helping the small artists in, in my way. And I think uh, it's a great opportunity yes. to do that. Uh, do you know the band Leon? Uh, like uh, yeah. Symphony uh, Rock um, or Progressive Rock. Right. Uh, I listened to that very much in, in, back in the day. And I have a good friend that listened to them. And there it was this very iconic uh, singer in the past called Fish. Uh, and, uh, but now it's a new one that have led the band forward. And they have, they're very in tune to their fans. They do like a Christmas single and they have a magazine. They were one of the first that have a web scene and a website called the web, Marillion web. So, so they, they are very in tune with mm-hmm. their audience and the fans. So, so they could have pre, right. pre-orders with their music and they're in contact with their fans. That's very important. So, so that's probably my uh, advice and recipe to yeah. to try to get uh, close to yeah. them. And I mean, that's how we are talking now. Without, if I haven't spread, uh, tweeted about, uh, listened to a new song by yeah, Rosala. Exactly. You and I probably haven't talked because it's Jonathan Dahl that's connected us together. Mm-hmm. And he reached out to me, do you want to have Rosala on your show? And I said, wow, yeah. Of course, I, yes. <laughs> that's that's a great honor. And yeah. you and I don't know each other so much, but now yeah, we well. have some kind of relation. So, so that's that's a neat thing. So, yeah, it's good to connect. Yes, it's good to connect. And there are real pe- there are real people listening. And you know what you've yeah. just spoken about? It's you know about merchandising or whatever else is supporting big artists and small artists. Uh, it, it, and thank you for you know having me on today. But it's about reaching yeah. audience, isn't it? It's about you know reaching people and and growing audience that yeah. can listen to your music or buy your t shirt and, and have a conversation. Uh, or your, you know, yeah. yeah. And I think you know, like Marie, like Marillion there. And have a conversation like Marillion there. It's very important to respect the people who subscribe to, mm-hmm. you know, your music and your, your entertainment and to, to, you know, yeah. sp- certainly over numbers of so, years in their case. Yes. Uh, Do you listen to the human uh, league? Was, yeah. That was my yeah, first yeah. album. Dare. Yeah. Dare I was like the first album much. I bought I, I, on I vinyl. I wouldn't say because, of course, they were probably not listening, but there you could see because I list, I think I, you, was it Human League or some, some other band that came long time, you know, you know or, not the end of a career because they are still around, I think. But yeah, but then it's, if it's for members and what still. kind of them, they play the old songs and it, it is nostalgic then. Uh, then, of course, it's the performers. But still, they mm-hmm. will always be in. I mean, somewhere in your place. Like old Ultravox now we have a anniversary. Uh, for, is it oh, forty wow. years or something? So, yeah. So okay, well, it, it will be forty years. And then you have someone like De- yeah. Debbie Harry, yeah. who's still very current in many ways. Wow. She did no, a duet with no, Joan Jett. So did that you, know you have that? to send send me the link. So yeah, that was that that's in, a good one in the sh- in the show notes here. I will. So so what more? Because you have you are doing lots okay. of. You have an expression yeah. that in, in Swedish, but how do you say that in English? That you have lots of strings on your guitar or or uh, or your instrument. 
<laughs> I have many strings. It's very similar. I have very. I have, we have many strings yeah. on our bowl. What they mean by many strings on your bow yeah, is well, your yeah. violin bow, yeah. the, the yep. stick for your violin. Yeah, so it's very similar. Um, I do have uh, uh, a yep. few strings to my bow, but um, I, I, you know, things have have changed a lot recently with the pandemic, yep. haven't they? The whole world has changed, and uh, people's priorities maybe have changed, and and maybe the arts have become more mm. important to people because they've had to spend a lot of time at mm. home. So yes, I've been, so I have a, you know, I have my agency mm. that I work four hours a day, like running my, the office mm. of my agency at home. Mm. I have uh, my music. I, I'm an actor who does auditions. Mm. I'm not a famous actor. I've done a lot of very interesting and sometimes profile uh, stuff. Yeah. Um, we we'll uh, include, include that, that in the show notes. Yeah. I'm sure. not a movie buff, but I have a good friend in in America called Scott Holleran. He, he is giving me good, great, uh, good and great uh, movie tips. There, for example, one of my um, favorite move, movies is Chocolat with uh, uh, Hallström. Do okay, you know great. That one? Juliette Binoche. Juliette Binoche. Is it? Uh, yes. Uh, is, uh, it, is that also? Think, no, no, that's not. Uh, uh, John Gaffney is there. Oh, yeah. he, he but, it too. I mean, he's not the the the, the, the thing. The big thing okay. is it, that. It's a, about ideas, a movie about ideas. And it's about okay. uh, opening up a chocolaterie <laughs> during Lent. And, and when the mother and the child is coming <laughs> to this small ta- uh, French town, and then the mayor, but also he's also responsible for the church, he sees the, the fight between a battle between chocolate and religion. Mm, yeah, chocolate yeah, and so God. It's so, it's so good. And the battle there. So, <laughs> and then, of course, it's good music there in, into it also, like the movie Swing Kids. Have you seen that? I, I don't watch no. a lot of movies in the But in these the last, are, or, or, you know, so in, I, in I, recent I have years. To get, I mean, tips. These are like 10, 20 years, some of them. Um, so I don't really watch uh, yeah. regular movies. But could you tell a bit more about your acting career and your, your thoughts about that? I can, indeed. Well, um, I started, you know, I went to, um, you know, from the small town, of Mill Street, where the Eurovision landed one year. I moved to a bigger city called Cork Mm. and I went to university there and I studied English and Irish and sociology. And, uh, and, And it was there during my college years that I discovered acting really uh, and I used acting as a way to meet and meet people. Uh, uh, so I, um, but I also fell in love with the kind of the art of it and it went very much hand in hand with the English literature that I was studying very often uh, and, and, and I developed a passion for it. And before I left university, I was cast in a fledgling company to do, to tour America with a Irish place. Um, and so I actually went straight from college into a theater company on tour in America, uh, over to Boston and uh, New Haven, you mentioned earlier. Oh. Uh, we were um, we were at mm-hmm. a university in New Haven, actually. Yeah. Can you remember the yeah. name of the big Ivy League one there? No, I don't, because I studied in New Hampshire. Okay. Oh, New Hampshire yeah. was it? Southern New Hampshire University. I think, I think we were there yeah. as well. Yeah, it's a... Is is Bro- is 
Brown University there. Yeah, it's probably in. The, I should, I mean, know about it, but it's it's close by there. The okay, New yeah. England well, side. We, we, yeah, we performed. In, yeah, yeah right. we performed in New England yeah. in the East Coast, yeah. and we were due to perform in the West Coast as well. But our little fledgling company went broke. Oh, okay. yeah, that's great. That you <laughs> uh, came but it was there. a great experience. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I, ca- I came back to Ireland and I became an actor. Then mm-hmm. I thought, oh, this is what I want to do. And started doing auditions. I worked in theatre and education for a while. Uh, I moved from Cork to different places around the country mm-hmm. and eventually to Dublin, the capital. And yeah. eventually from Dublin, I, I did an audition for a play that landed me in the West End over here in London. Mm-hmm. And so I, I crossed that very small channel, yep. <laughs> but big cultural big cultural distance between mm. Ireland and the UK and, and, and became an immigrant in another country mm. uh, in 1992. And I've been here ever since. Okay. And I and, live and here in London. And you work there with uh, uh, the agency there. Do you want to tell about a little bit about that? Oh, Please continue. Well, yeah, I will. Yeah. So I, I um, you know, I worked in theatre most of my life. Um, mm. From when I came first to London, I, I worked with the National Theatre and the Royal Shakespeare Company. And I went on tour around the country in various theatrical productions. Uh, I worked on little pieces of film and TV along the way as well. And I also, you know, jumped back and forward between Ireland and the UK. I would, I would go back to do some work in Ireland as well at times. But, I, but, but London became my home. And yes, as we spoke about earlier, about 10 years ago, I started my own agency for actors for immigrant actors, specializing in immigrant actors uh, in in London. And uh, I run all of these strands to my bow uh, together today. So yeah, it's great. It's a life in the arts. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's great, great to hear. Thank and you. Uh, you have to then also plug a bit and talk about uh, your latest uh, thing here, your debut. EP, The Ugly Tree. What's it all about? The Ugly Tree is my debut EP, like you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to spell my name for people in case they want to look it up. So my name is JD. Yep. Uh, JD has no dots and no spaces. And then my mm-hmm. surname is Kelleher, K-E-L-L-E-H-E-R. Mm-hmm. And uh, my debut EP is on Spotify or Apple Music or any other platform where you listen to your music it's also on youtube and it is a collection of five songs two of those songs are covered tracks love will tear us apart the joy division track from 1980 and blitzkrieg bop which i think is from 1977 and i recorded in 2017 so it was a 40 year anniversary and then three uh, original tunes written by my Irish friend Peter and it's um, yeah it's a debut AP Uh, it's me in a kind of a rock pop indie vibe I think you know the the, like you said earlier it's not your not your not your cup of tea but but, you know which is a good way of putting it's not everybody's cup of tea but I think anybody who listens to it will enjoy it Um, and it's you know it's good quality music so that's the debut EP, The Ugly Tree, five that's songs. Great. And talking about tea, uh, uh, Jonathan said, you have to ask the guest. So now he's, mm-hmm. he's almost like my co-host now, or, or sidekick, <laughs> or giving me prompt or things. You have to ask uh, 
JD, about what's his favorite tea? You have talked about the other kind of soft drink now, but what as an Irish, you know, they have Irish breakfast and you have Scottish breakfast and English breakfast. What's what's your favorite tea? Tea is like being Irish. I mean, you know, tea to Ireland is like the potato is to Ireland. And you and I are 70s tea drinkers. So uh, I don't know about you, but we used mm. leaf yeah. tea, you know, that you s- spoon into the pot. Mm. And w- some people still do, but still back do. in the day, uh, you know, oh, you still you still do. I, I do. Yeah, that. I, I'm... <laughs> okay, so the first yeah, I have a podcast about that. Steeping, yes, <laughs> steeping yes. the tea leaves um, or yeah. soaking the, the leaves. But you, my mother or my grandmother yeah. or my father, indeed, or any of us, we would first of all rinse the pot to make it hot uh, with hot water and sh- throw that mm-hmm. away and then put in yep. the tea and then fill mm-hmm. the fill the pot and mm-hmm. then you have to let that sit there for uh, you know mm-hmm. three or four minutes yep and that's called drawing drawing the tea so drawing yep. the tea out of the tea leaves i uh, saw so, uh, so mm-hmm. there was a ritual before and i mm-hmm. remember when paper tea came in and i remember my auntie would complain that she mm. could taste the paper, which is funny. I thought um, so. Yeah, mm. tea is that's, that's um, a that's a point of it. So yeah. tea bags right. came in. I don't know when. Sometime in the early eighties, was it? Late seventies, maybe. Mm. Yeah it 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 was also if it's true a story. It's almost like an um, experiment or or a failure. Okay, because it was like tea samples, and then somebody. Huh. Put them in the teacup and said, wow. "Oh, we could use it. This is pretty convenient." Oh my god! But it's very great, great how you explained, almost like a ceremony or uh, or a ritual. ritual. And take yeah. your time. Take take yeah. your time. Take but, the time. But I'm not against tea bags. No, but, I'm uh, not. As you said, the the character that you uh, that I have on my podcast, uh, John Cox, he has, uh, for my first book on black tea, he has illustrated the perfect cuppa. Ah. And there it, it has the tea bag symbol and the cross over it, <laughs> and that you should use a teapot and, and so on. So that's that's great to hear your um, lovely description of. Uh, yeah, I like back tea. in the day, and back I think in the day, yeah. you could still do that. So, yes, I think you know. So do you have any special flavor or or blend? Uh, or, I'm a tradition. I like black uh, tea. Do you like black flavor? tea? Yeah, I like strong. Yeah, the the plain. Yeah. Yes, I like tea, strong yeah. plain tea quite strong actually mm-hmm. but it needs a dash of milk for me yeah. although i can drink it black like and, builders tea yeah uh, strong well yes a little bit let i think builders tea they would probably put too much milk in you oh, okay know. yeah yeah so a, a splash, splash of, of milk yes yeah. so it's quite yeah, a dark milk. color yeah but yeah. yes i do love tea uh, traditional traditional tea i can drink a peppermint tea sometimes do you have any favorite tea shops in London? No, I haven't been. You know, I haven't been to a particular tea shop. Or did you buy it online nowadays? Yeah, I, you know, like everything else, it comes online, isn't it? There's yeah, some. There's yeah. a lot of teas in my kitchen because I live with two other guys. But you know, I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. really use them. Yeah. Do you like? Do you like tea? I mean, yeah. I like coffee too. Yeah. I'm. A, I'm. I'm drinking coffee like espresso with milk and uh, cortado and. Macchiato yeah, Americano. But I'm a big tea drinker and a tea a tea enthusiast. And as I said, I have a podcast in Swedish and English. Tea on, and scones. So, but then we maybe should, 
Yes, tea and scones. Yeah, that's <laughs> tea and crumpets, uh, tea and scones, and afternoon afternoon tea. So ma- maybe we should cook something up, uh, JD, uh, a special uh, special tea blend. We should. Together. We should. The music for, uh, for blend. Office. Yeah, for. Uh, yeah, the immigrant yeah, plan. Yeah, the immigrant yeah. plan. We will find something. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's great. Do you have any, anything else? No, uh, at no. Here to, I, well, I want to say, wrap it up or, or sing sing a tune or from your original uh, scores or something <laughs> like that because that's your allowed I'm to I'm not going to do if acapella your here. Song, you could, uh, I might sing a bit uh, of that for you. Mama <laughs> at Waterloo, Napoleon <laughs> did surrender. Oh, yeah. And I have met my destiny in quite a similar way. <laughs> There you go. That's all you're getting from me. I love ABBA. That's nice. I love ABBA. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Great, great, great to hear. So, again, if you have any ending notes or anything that you want to say about your... No. Yeah, thank your you. life, career, your yeah. sites. Thank you to anyone in who cyberspace. happens to find their way to this podcast. You're very welcome. Do please check out my music on Spotify yeah. and follow me on all the social media places and watch my videos yeah. on YouTube. Thank you very much. And thank you, Martin, yeah. for having me. Great. Okay, good. Yeah. Thank you very much. Bye. And uh, talk to you soon again. Cheers. Cheers.